We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, Batase! Exclamation point for the end. Batase catalytic off the bench, folks. He came here at two big three balls, a block shot. And that time showing his stuff. Arnstein for three, won't go. Rebound to Brissett. And that will do it here in Indianapolis. A strong close by the Pacers. And the Knicks fall by a final of 109-100. That was ugly. <laughs> uh, the Knicks remind us, as they, as they are wont to do, that we should not overreact preseason. Uh, for two straight games, it's been don't overreact on the on the positive side tonight. We will attempt not to overreact on the negative side. Um, Knicks lose to Indiana uh, 109 to 100 as they give up. This is not a misprint. 20 points in the last uh, three minutes and 43 seconds of this game to the Pacers. I'm not even going to call it the Pacers backups. It was some of the Pacers regular backups and then some Pacers that probably will not be getting time in the normal rotation to start the season. Um, I think we could we could talk about this game rather briefly before we get to the Super Chat comments. It wasn't all horrible. Uh, there were some nice things. I thought a couple of players actually had some nice moments. Uh, Isaiah Hardenstein uh, showed some really nice, nice passing chops. Julius Randle in the first half was, uh, I won't quite call him a revelation, but he certainly played his best half of basketball that I could remember in some time. Uh, RJ Barrett had a lot of nice finishes uh, and Obi Toppin did a couple Obi Toppin things because that's what Obi Toppin does. Um, He does Obi Toppin things. And Mitchell Robinson, I should shout out Mitchell Robinson, very low key the way Mitchell Robinson has been going about his business over uh, the course of the the first three preseason games, but he has been very impressive nonetheless. So it wasn't all bad. There was some good stuff. Um, But on the whole, tonight was a good reminder about a few things. First and foremost, I think the Knicks have a very solid 10-man rotation uh, going into the season. And 
as long as that 10-man rotation is healthy and available, I think they'll be fine. And I think they'll be probably a little bit better than fine. Even if you get some nights like we got tonight where some key contributors had just absolutely abysmal shooting games. I mean, Jalen Brunson went four for 14, uh, scored 11 points, which like around here, that's not abysmal for him. That is absolutely beyond abysmal. Um, so not great there. And Emmanuel quickly four for 18. I think the most jarring thing about both of those guys nights was that, uh, the decision-making was just very poor, especially for Brunson. Brunson took a lot of shots that were not great shots and quickly, I mean, 18 shots and he had three assists. Um, just, you know, as a reminder to everybody out there like me who yelled and screamed that, you know, give him the reins and let him run point guard, uh, last season, that's he's not quite ready for that. Um, you know, even in a backup capacity, it's it, there are there are nights where he can do point guard things, but to run the show full time, you know, it's it's asking a lot. Um, or at least that's not where his comfort zone is at this point, I guess we'll say. Um, but if the Knicks had their full complement of players, I think they probably could have, you know, got at it tonight looking looking pretty good. Uh, even against a better team than what we saw in Indiana, which was, again, not a commensurate NBA basketball team. But they didn't have their full complement of players. And the most glaring omission, and I think the appropriate place to really focus on tonight, is what Derrick Rose continues to mean to this basketball team. Uh, For better or worse, given where they're at as a franchise, given where he is at at this stage of his career, the fact remains that Derrick Rose is vitally important to the Knicks' efforts if their efforts are directed at winning basketball games. Um, and his absence tonight put quickly in more of the point guard role, back a point guard role. The second unit did not initiate any kind of offense, really, unless it was coming from Isaiah Hardenstein. Um, Deuce McBride, I, again, love the kid's defensive chops. He is just not really a presence on offense right now. Uh, in in any meaningful way. And, you know, when you got a team like the Pacers who were embarrassed uh, a couple nights ago or a a couple nights ago, it was, what, five days ago at this point, uh, the last time they played the Knicks and they allowed the whole Obi Top and dunk contest thing uh, and they were going to come in here and they were going to play their tails off on defense tonight. Like, you know, you needed a real point guard out there. The Knicks didn't have one when Brunson wasn't out there and Brunson wasn't very good. So they really felt that loss. And... uh, Ostensibly, in place of Rose, we got, again, either Deuce, if you want to look at it that way, or we got Cam Reddish uh, because Grimes, again, missed time. And Cam, like, look, I'm not going to pile on Cam tonight. I'm sure the Internet is doing a nice enough job of that. Uh, He he had a couple nice moments at the end. Look, it it is what it is. Uh, He is not someone that is likely to play a meaningful role on this team. Um, everybody has off nights. He's had an off preseason. Um, it the way he goes about his business. It's not just missing shots. That's the thing. It's the decision making, and it's going about his business as if he, you know, it's like you watch the Knicks through three games, and like obviously they played like crap tonight, but there there is a flow and there is a system and there is an order of things to how they go about their business, and Cam seems to be the one guy who is marching to the beat of his own drummer in terms of his shot selection, in terms of his decision-making. Um, 
in terms of his defensive effort, I mean, again, the the backups were not great defensively tonight, but uh, he clearly gave up on several plays. And it's just, it's not, he, you know, which, which one thing is not like the others. And unfortunately, you know, right now it's, it's been cam and that's, and that's been pretty glaring. Uh, look, he got an opportunity. All the people out there who wanted him to get an opportunity can't complain. Now I'm not sure what happens moving forward. I would expect Grimes to play in the last preseason game. I haven't, obviously heard anything about that. Nobody has, but um, I would be surprised if he did not, you know, not that I think Grimes needs to like audition for his job, but uh, Grimes is a metronome. He's even as a second year player, he's, he's consistent. And I think that consistency was also missed tonight on both ends of the floor um, because they certainly were having trouble hitting shots. Um, Yeah, that's really it. I mean, I mentioned the Randall thing, Randall, it, it can't be, you know, overstated enough. Randall had an excellent first half. Uh, I thought his decision making was very good. He made some nice shots. I didn't, I thought other than, you know, a long two that he took towards the end there when he was starting to feel himself, I thought all the shots were fine. Um, You know, you'd love to see a couple more instances and this is not on him. This is more of the the flow of the offense and this is not how they've used him, but like instances where he's just a finisher as opposed to, one of several fulcrums in the offense, but that's kind of how they're running the offense right now, where it's like the only guys, you know, there's like Obi's a finisher. Clearly Mitch is a finisher. Clearly. Um, But everybody else, it's like drive kick, you know, get the next matchup advantage and then take advantage of the matchup advantage. Um, and Randall did that a few times. He also created advantages for other players and found them. And it was all good stuff. It was all good. You can't ask for anything more from Julius Randall from what you saw tonight. And I mentioned RJ had some really nice finishes as well. Um, yeah, that's really it. Let's get to the comments. I'm sure there's going to be some, I'm sure there's going to be some feistiness tonight, which, uh, you know, totally fine. Uh, but remember the game doesn't count thankfully uh and we'll uh i'm curious i will be curious to see what tip says though after this one because i i imagine he cannot be happy with 20 points in three minutes and, and 43 seconds to end this game okay danny gardner starts us off lots to like with the rjjrjb trio i think it could work especially with rj's improved jumper didn't fall tonight but still looks really smooth even um on the off balance shots he took yeah i um I remain hopeful uh, if like there's if there's one thing I'm not worried about on this team, it's Jalen Brunson's decision making and Jalen Brunson's shot making. I thought RJ's buckets that he converted tonight and for the most part, his decision making in terms of taking the shots that he took, I thought was really good. Um, and if if Randall's playing well and 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 RJ's playing well and they're converting shot like, look, yeah, there's going to be nights where RJ doesn't hit threes. It'll happen, you know. Um, I am still buying the shot, and I'm not sure if Randall's going to shoot whatever he shot tonight from three, three of six from three. Like that's the one, that's the game changer. If Randall starts hitting threes at a forty percent clip, then you're looking at a very different offense. Another one from Danny Gardner, uh, Fournier way too involved in ball handling for my liking. Hopefully, not a regular season thing. His decision-making is fairly awful. <laughs> um, love the first sub lineup with Brunson, IQ, RJ, Obi, uh, Mitch, or Hartenstein. Um, I don't think they have Fournier like 
initiating offense as much as they, you know, let him just do what he could do, which is if there's an opportunity for him to put the ball on the floor, he'll put the ball on the floor. Yeah, there were a couple instances tonight, I, I guess. I would have to go back and, and rewatch to really be sure about that. But I don't I don't think you're going to get a ton of offense going through um, Evan Fournier. As far as the sub thing, yeah, I thought it was interesting that he he played Brunson along with the subs, maybe in part because Derrick Rose was not available. I wonder how much we see that in a game in which Derrick Rose is available. Um, and RJ is the other guy. I, at one point, I, I certainly was watching them. I think it was Brunson quickly. Um, Obi, Hardenstein, and Cam. And I was looking at it. I'm like, man, give me RJ in place of Cam Reddish. And that's that's a unit that's probably going to be pretty fun. To say nothing of, of Julius and, and Evan and Mitch, because they've all, you know, I think been fine. Uh, next up, Haitian Ferg. Quick needs to learn to trust Hardenstein. The ball moves better with the high pick and roll. Quick is still dribbling out the clock and putting the offense in tough spots when he runs point. Yeah, I think there was good. Uh, I think Tom uh, Piccolo had a, a nice point. It was a part of a thread that I saw, or a part of a comment I saw earlier, in which you know he, they discussion about like developing chemistry. And Stacey Patton, shout out to him from Strickland, I think was also on that. I, I think they're developing a chemistry, um, but I do think quickly is still you know, learning how to be more of an on-ball guy. And the fact that tonight was such an iffy night from him from that perspective, I think is something in favor of all of the people who said last season, give the kid the keys to the car. The season is lost anyway. You might as well let him go out there and learn. And if we win some games, we win some games. If we don't win some games, who cares? The draft pick's going to get better. that's why there was really, you know, I'll, I'll defend Thibodeau to the hills, but there was no excuse not to, not to give him more of a shot to learn on the fly uh, last year. Uh, but yeah, again, Derek Rose is really valuable. They need him if they're going to win. Jeremy E, what's going on? How is Crow and Barrett Jr. doing? Uh, Crow, Crow is fine. He's in, he's in one of these drawers or cabinets to my left here. Let's go. Let's let's RJ stat line tonight. Twenty seven points. Or 27 minutes, excuse me. Uh, 7 to 14 from the field, 21 points, four rebounds, three assists, uh, only one turnover. Uh, one of five from deep, but six or seven from the line. I think if you get RJ going, fi- uh, shooting 50% from the field and only shooting one of five from deep, that means RJ had a really good night, especially when you factor in, you got to the line seven times and hit. Six of them. Good night for RJ. Um, was it a great night? Great night would have been if he hit, you know, another another one of those threes. That one shot, one shot away from being a great night. It was a very good night. I'll, I'll give him that. But RJ's been great so far this preseason. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, I need the oh goodness. I have a feeling Kevin's coming with the heat because I was messaging him earlier. I need those in the cam hive to please join the Quentin Grimes experience over here. Those sound like two theme park rides. Despite the L, mostly positive here. RJ Randall look like studs. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Just like you're talking about 
two hundred million dollar contract players in RJ and Randall and the two things that I want to see from both of them, and I think a lot of people want to see from the, both of them the most, is just play within the offense. Don't try to do too much and just make good decisions. And whatever comes, comes. It's why no one's going to be mad that RJ missed whatever, four or five threes tonight because they were good shots. And his shots at the rim were good. Like everything he did was good. Same thing with Randall. Um, as far as the Cam Hive come over to the Quentin Grimes experience, I mean, like, look, can you judge, should you judge Cam Reddish's NBA career or whatever it is at this point based on the last three games or two and a half games because he missed half of the first one? No, you shouldn't do that. Kids, as he showed towards the end of the game, his kids are immensely talented. The talent is in there. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know if he's ever going to, like right now, he didn't, like for the most part tonight, he didn't look like a guy who belonged in any NBA rotation, let alone the Knicks NBA rotation. Um, and I'm not sure if that's going to change unless he changes his approach to the game. Because I don't think there's any team in the league, the tankiest of tankers, no team in the league is going to give him the usage that I think he thinks at this point he deserves. And he's going to need to take a step back. And the the comp that I made to someone earlier was like, I think some if a team trades for him, and I do think he's going to get traded at some point, I think they, they'd be better off trying to do with him what the Hawks did with Tim Hardaway Jr. after they traded for Timmy and just kind of like try to hit the reset button. And who knows what comes of that, but that's that's what I try to do if it were me. Um, oh, uh, Forgotten NYC. If I didn't do this last time, my apologies, but I'll shout you out now. We saw him at the H- HBO event, the premiere of uh, 38 at the Garden. It's great seeing you. Um, and thank you always for your comments, including this one. Bench shot a combined 31%. IQ was especially rough. I mean, yeah, the, the, I think Brunson, 414, quickly, 4 of 18. McBride, 1 of 6. Man, I didn't even realize the McBride shot 1 of 6. And then Cam, 3 of 10. Um, yeah, those those four lines were, were not. Oh, and Fournier, Fournier, 3 of 9. So when like half of the guys that play minutes for you just have absolutely abysmal shooting lines, yeah, you're gonna lose against the Pacers B slash C squad. So not not ideal. I ninety five bully, what's going on, man? Is what we are seeing from RJ real? The finishing, the shooting, the playmaking. He seems much improved around the margins. Um. The. F- <laughs> So I'm a, I'm buying the shooting, even though he was one of five tonight from deep. I think that's real. I think the finishing is real. Um, and I, it sounds like that's the thing that he worked on the most this summer. I'm not sure if I'm seeing the the playmaking improvement that I like to see yet. Um, but it's. It's it's preseason. You don't know what we're gonna see once the real games start. Uh, maybe he is making a point to work on his finishing and taking those opportunities for himself. I don't I don't know. I I'd, I don't know. Maybe I have unrealistic expectations for him as far as the playmaking goes. I just I'd like to see. He had one he had one drive. I noted it. It was in the first half um, where he had he drove and. 
Oh, it was right in the beginning of the game. It was like three minutes into the game. He drove and kind of briefly stopped and kicked it out to someone who shot a three. And I don't even remember if the person who he shot, who he kicked it out to made the three, but it was a really nice pass. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a live dribble pass. Cause again, he like stopped and like kind of planted and then kicked it out. That's fine. I'll, I'll take that. I don't, I don't need crazy live dribble passing from him, but I want to see more of that. Um, I want to see more drive and kicks from him. I feel like we're still not getting enough of that. And it's, it's what we get maybe from, you know, from some of the other guys a little bit more. Um, we shall see, but he's been good. He's been good. I have no complaints about RJ. That's for sure. Uh, Jacob Slavit. I hope I got that correct. Cam is going to be a star. For the, oh my goodness. Cam is going to be a star for the Wangdong Tigers. Now I'm not going to look up whether the Wangdong Tigers are a real team, but I really hope they are. And if there's anyone out there watching or listening who's a fan of the Wangdong Tigers, that's amazing. And I would like to get a t-shirt from them, preferably without Cam Reddish's name on the back. Uh, true story, Jay. Trade IQ and Randall for a wing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little early for the fake trades. Um, a little vague there as well. Uh, I don't I don't think this team is making any trades to any rotation players anytime soon. Forgotten NYC with one more IQ turning into annoying Harden trying to draw a foul. I mean, look, he didn't have a great game shooting wise. I is I didn't love the decision making. Uh, whatever. It's a preseason game. He he shot poorly. It's fine. I'm happy to move past it. Hush even though preseason RJ has really improved. Um, those drives in previous seasons would end up as a rim out or a brick. I'm so ready. Oh, even though preseason RJ has really improved. Sorry, didn't read that one correctly. The drives the previous season would end up as a rim out or a brick. I'm so ready for his leap. Randall's trade value is going back up. Can't wait for Grimes. Um, the finishing has always been the most important thing with RJ. It's why I wrote whatever it was last week, I think about the, the literally the most important number for the Knicks this season. The single most important number is RJ's percentage at the rim. He shot 55% at the rim last season, I believe, or 54% at the rim last season, something very not good. Um, he needs to get it up to 60%. If he shoots 60% at the rim, which would be a not insignificant leap for him, that still only puts him in like the 38th, 39th percentile for wings around the league. So like, that's not great. If he could get up to 63% at the rim, that's average. That would be a big leap. If he shoots 63% of the rim this year and just does everything fine. My goodness. Sign me up for that any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Got a couple um, tweets that just came in. This one from Steph Bondi. Tom Thibodeau was not happy with how the Knicks reserved finished that game. You don't think uh, or you don't say. Pivoted back to that when at pivoted back to that when asked about the starters playing well. Yeah, I mean, just wasn't a great, just wasn't a great performance, and you know they'll own that collectively. Um, even Hardenstein, who I thought played very well, uh, they just it was very bad. It was very 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 bad. Uh oh, uh, Randall's trade value going up. Yeah, if he plays well, I don't think they're moving him. That's just my gut, but we'll see. Robert Cross 
First time, long time, John. Are you all about the Money Mitch All-Star Game push yet? Robert, if if Mitchell Robinson makes an All-Star Game this season, I will fly out to San Diego and I will personally hand you a Mitchell Robinson All-Star jersey that I will purchase with my own money. Um, I didn't read the end of this. Hashtag 53 wins. I will say, though, that... You could argue that Mitchell Robinson has been the most consistent Nick through three preseason games. I think he's been excellent. There is not a single play other than a couple of screens that didn't maybe land. Um, there's not a single thing Mitch has done or not done that I've been that I've, you know, I thought was was bad. Uh, he's been great and he looks worth every penny of that contract at the moment. So uh, Garrett, what's going on? Cam looking like straight doo doo out there. He didn't have a good night. He didn't have a good night. We'll just say that. He's a, look, he's I mean, I'll say this about Cam. Better players than him have looked more lost than him and sometimes they come out of it. Um but it is kind of amazing like we've had if you go back through the years just the last Five years, right? Last five years between him, Dennis Smith Jr., Emmanuel Moutier, and Kevin Knox. Those four guys who I think came from four different drafts, if I'm not mistaken, um, all at one point in time, like early on, maybe it was pre-draft, maybe it was like right around the draft had that label of like maybe not the best player in a, a given draft, but maybe one of the buzziest. Like remember, remember, remember the the, the oh, you know, Dennis Pitt Jr., number one recruit in the nation before he tore his ACL and then like dropped and all the hype around him and Moutier was like in the conversation for a top three or four pick and like, you know, Knox came on so strong before the draft. All all these guys had so much talent and have so much talent still. It just shows that like Talent's not enough. You know, it really isn't. Um, I don't know what says that all these guys ended up on the Knicks, but yeah, I'm sure it says something. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. 
Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar, Yukon mash, and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Robert Cross with another one. Is it fair and reasonable to say, I always love these, um, that there are concerns at KFS as to whether Benji's threads will translate well on TikTok. <laughs> Hashtag 53 wins. Yeah, for anybody who didn't catch that announcement, we're going on TikTok officially soon. Uh, I don't know what that's going to look like because I've never been on TikTok, but I'm excited about it. The kids tell me it's wild, wild, wacky fun. I'm glad we didn't debut the TikTok before this game. I hope we didn't, at least. I don't think we did. Cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, Jeremy E. Don't forget the one made three by RJ was off the dribble. Yes, it was a very, very, very nice made three. I'm glad you pointed that out. Thank you, Jeremy. The biggest RJ stand in the world, either Jeremy E. or Robert Cross. I'm not sure who takes the cake. It's one of those two guys. And a good guy to stand for. Uh, 007 Angelo. Tibbs is so red hot, he pulled out the last three hairs on his head. <laughs> he hates losing. To be a fly on the wall in that locker room tonight, LOL. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tibbs tells it like it is when he says, like all the shit that he says, he believes all this stuff. You know, he doesn't get up there and say it just for sound bites or to like get reporters off his back. When he says you build habits in, in, training camp and the preseason and hopefully they're the right habits and hopefully those habits last you the whole year he means it and for a team that had a really bad habit of shitting all over themselves in the last five minutes of close games last year to see what he saw tonight you know couldn't have been encouraging um so i don't you know 
I don't blame him for getting red hot. Uh, he should get red hot because that's, I think, what forces hard work afterwards is when guys feel like they need to. Um, you know, it's culture of accountability in theory, if everything works the way it should, which it does not always. Forgotten NYC with one more. Nice to see you too, you as well. Um, although Andrew calling me by my YouTube name multiple times throughout the night was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, listen, we are we are our personas online, are we not? I think that's the world we live in nowadays. Uh, Thank you. Uh, ne- next up, Anthony Six, though, unreasonably optimistic for the season. Wow. I, I got to tell you, I thought I was going to get a lot of different energy tonight after the way this game went. But maybe maybe because it was the bench. Um, I don't know. People aren't being as hard on the bench. Unreasonably optimistic for the season. Uh, thoughts on how long it takes for Hardenstein to find his rhythm in the second unit. Hashtag Brunson burner. I like it. Hashtag Brun the Jewels. Brun the Jewels. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to. Please tell me you know who Run the Jewels are. Is it a, like a, a, a band? It's a, it's, a, it's a rap group. You a would enjoy group. it too. Yes. It's what's called Run the Jewels? Yes. Run the Jewels. Oh. People that, that are see this will know what this means. Okay. I will Sorry. send you a Spotify link after this. I'm excited to get that. I'll, I'll listen to it while I'm writing the newsletter. Um, yeah, run the jewels. It is okay. Uh, how long, <laughs> how long will it, let me answer the question? How long will it take Hardenstein to find a rhythm with the second unit? Um, I'm sure it'll take time. I'm sure it'll take time because right now the only guy he's I I feel like he has some chemistry with Obi and he had chemistry on Deuce. He hit on a couple cuts, one tonight, one last game. Deuce finally converted tonight. Um, the key is going to be him and quickly probably and how they can work well with each other. Um, but it'll come. It'll come. It's just such a different, it's, it's night and day from what they've had the last few years. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Let's not overreact about Emmanuel quickly. Two plus games pre tonight. Um, overcompensation for Cam being terrible and deuce not being an offensive factor had an effect. Um, yeah, I mean, quickly is not someone I worry about. He's ha- he has bad shooting games. I guess it felt like he was forcing it a little bit tonight. And maybe that's because it was a preseason game. And maybe because he's just a guy that like, I don't know. He's, I don't know. I, I will say this. I There was a part of me that wonders, you know, quickly was in the the last reported trade proposal to Utah. And if there's been one guy that I know a lot of people, including myself, figured would never get traded from this team over the last couple of years, it was quickly because of what a big deal it was seemingly for uh, World Wide West to acquire him and seems to, you know, fit the, fit the New York vibe and like playing here, love playing here. They seem like, I don't know. I just, 
that has been linked. And I, I predicted he would end up top three on six man of the year final ballot this season. So I'm very high on him. But there is something in the back of my mind that wonders is it does he want to come out here this, this year and. You know. Prove it um, in, a, in a way that he maybe hasn't looked to before. I don't know. I don't know. But it, he was definitely. Yeah, he was he was off tonight, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly willing to look past it to the next game. Uh, Wild Wolf Ray 0418. What do you think is Tibbs 9-10 man rotation now? Oh, I think, I mean, it's the same thing I thought before training camp began. I, there, it's the starters, who I, and I think Fournier will remain a starter for now. I could see that changing at some point. And Rose quickly, Grimes, Obi, and, and Hardenstein. Um, I don't even think there's a question about any of that. Uh, I think the biggest question remains the minutes for the backups and how many minutes they're going to be able to get. Um, you know, specifically Obi Toppin. Um, but in terms of like who the rotation is, that's is I mean, is that even a question at this point? I don't. If anything, the preseason to me has eliminated any question about who the rotation is. Um, I saw some suggestion on Twitter today, like the fact that Rose wasn't playing tonight and hasn't played a lot. Like maybe his spot in the rotation isn't that like Derek Rose is, you could argue that Derek Rose is the second most important player on the team. I know that sounds blasphemous, but like we saw what happened tonight without Derek Rose. And we saw what happened last season. Once Derek Rose, went down again is he the second most important player to the franchise no he's not one of the five most important players to the franchise probably even more than that but in terms of just like we need to win a game tonight we want to give ourselves the best chance to win this game um i mean he's neck and neck for me with rj in terms of importance um and that's not to say that rj isn't a whether it has nothing to do with whether RJ is a better player than Derrick Rose at this point, they're very different players. But in terms of you can't you can't replicate what Derrick Rose does, you can't replicate what Derrick Rose brings to the bench unit. Um, whereas RJ, I feel like if you if you lost him for a night, if everybody else was healthy, I feel like they could probably still cobble cobble their way along and and survive maybe a little bit easier than without Rose. That could be wrong. Yeah, that's the rotation I have for now. Joseph J. Starters good, did good. Um, bench embarrassed by three rookies. Jericho's defense over iHeart's please. The bench guards need to drive to the rim. Cam needs Matherin's motor. Um, yeah, I thought, I mean, for all the praise that we gave quickly after the first, definitely the first game and really the first couple games, I thought he settled for a lot of floaters tonight. Did not think he went hard to the rim at all. I did he I'm just looking up how many um he got to the line three times. Um and so, you know, not not great. Uh in terms of the uh I think Hart's defense Hartenstein's defense is gonna be fine. Uh I like Jericho. I like Jericho a lot. I think he'll play when one of the centers is out as he should. He's good. Um but I think building 
like building defensive chemistry takes time, just like building offensive chemistry takes time. Uh, as far as what was the last part of that comment, Andrew, put that back up there. I forget what was the last part of the comment because I'm I'm old and I've had a long day. Um, oh, Cam needs Matherin's motor. Cam needs a lot of things. I want good good opportunity for me to very quickly shout out Ben Matherin. That I mean, I should have led with that. What an impressive performance from the rookie. Uh, obviously, the sixth overall pick in this draft. He he is going to be good. He's already good. And if I was the Pacers, and I got, I, I hope they start him. Um, I guess that would move Duarte and or Keel to the bench, or slot Duarte over to the three. I don't know, but like that kid should play for this team, for this Pacers team that is clearly trying to have the worst record in the league, that gets you play 30 plus minutes a night. And I wrote in a preseason newsletter about how as long as healed and Turner are on the team, I didn't see a path to Matherin scoring enough to uh, justify a possible rookie of the year bet. But I think Matherin's like plus a thousand or plus 1100 or something. Uh, like a 10 to one odds, whatever, whatever 10 to one odds is. I get the betting plus minus wrong sometimes, whatever. You can make a lot of money if you bet on Ben, Ben Matherin to win rookie of the year. I don't think he will, but if they play him and cause like he's, I think he's clearly after Halliburton already the number two guy on this team, as far as an offensive engine, he'll score a lot of points. And I bet you he does so fairly efficiently and he makes a lot of big shots and the whole thing. He's good. He's really good. Uh, next up, Forgotten NYC with one more. Thank you again for all the contributions tonight. I'd pay a large sum of money to see Benji break down the Knicks while doing a TikTok dance. I wonder if Benji has TikTok. I wonder if he does. I, I don't know. I feel like he probably does. I bet you Benji has TikTok. Uh, Forgotten NYC with one more. Is it fair and reasonable to say? I love this. I love that Robert Cross has imposters that if the players that were rumored for Mitchell don't pan out, the Knicks will have egg on their face. Hashtag Robert cross imposter. Um, I think it's a good question. I think by and large, if RJ progresses, at the rate that we all hope slash expect him to progress. I think that's, I think that's what's going to matter because as much as like Grimes now has this reputation as, as, as like the untouchable and the Mitchell trade talks, like it was Grimes and RJ. We never got any confirmed reports as to what it would have taken if it was just Grimes and like maybe quickly or Grimes and Obi, like how many picks it would have taken and like what years those picks would have been like. We never got that far down the road. Um, so, you know, I don't, I think it's going to come down to RJ. Um, and then after RJ, I do think quickly will, or not, um, Grimes would be the next guy that like, people look at as, as something of a referendum. But um, yeah, I think we're, it's funny. I think the, I think the front office is going to come out of that one pretty unscathed. We'll see though. Uh, Jacob Slavitt with one more. It's easy to cut some slack 
for tonight's loss. The real issue is who the front office picks, Jew or Obi. Obi is coming for blood this season and will force their hand. Yeah, let's I mean for a while there actually I don't know. It's is it is is it fair and reasonable to say that the Knicks best two players tonight played the same position? Probably not cuz RJ had a had a more productive game than Obi, but I thought Obi was very good for the most part. Um you know, he only what did he make? Four field goals, he four of seven, he missed all three of his threes, so not great. Um, scored eight points. So, but he is coming for blood and it's a positional thing. It's just, it's a positional thing. I mean, I wrote a whole newsletter today about whether it's feasible or it makes sense or it's worth trying putting Obi at the three occasionally for just like a couple minutes a game against certain matchups. I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I think they like, RJ at the three. I think they are going to like Grimes playing a lot of three. Um, I mean, shit, we saw a few minutes the other night of of Deuce, Rose, and Brunson together on the court. Uh, who's, you know, who's the three there? Or maybe it was, it might have been Rose, sorry, not Rose, Deuce, and Brunson. I think it was Rose quickly and, and, uh, and Deuce. But whatever, it was three guards because it was Deuce and Rose on the floor at the same time. I remember that with another guard. Um, yeah, I don't see it. I, I just like I think I think the 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 there is a rationale right there for them. And when I say them, I mean Tibbs. So it's like the royal we. Um <laughs> the rationale is right there. If, if Randall is fully on board this year with playing the way he needs to play for the team to be as successful as possible, um, he needs to play fast. And the Knicks have looked their best this preseason when they play fast, and specifically when Julius Randall plays fast. And for him to play fast at both ends, and by the way, very good defensive performance from Julius Randall tonight. And, for, and throughout the whole preseason so far, I think. Um, not perfect. There was some instances but for the most part very good if he plays fast he should not be playing more than 30 minutes a night you know so if he's playing 30 there's your there's 18 for ob right there and i understand ob i i want ob to get more than 18 minutes you want ob to get more than 18 minutes we all want ob to get more than 18 minutes ob i'm sure wants ob to get more than 18 minutes I'm sure the front office wants to get more than 18 minutes a night. But at this point, like, if that's the baseline, I, I'll live with it for, for now. Because, like, things develop and things change. And, like, you could look really good and you could do a lot of damage and you could make a lot of impressions in nine minutes per half. And, oh, by the way, there's going to be times where Randall's in foul trouble or Randall sits out a game or maybe there is a matchup where you could put Obi at the three or Randall at the five next to Obi and like all of these things add up and if at the end of the year you're looking up and Obi Toppin has is averaging 22 minutes a game you know like is it is it is it what we want no <laughs> would I probably sign for that right now if you gave me two, 22 and a half minutes a game, would I sign for that today? Yes, I think I would. Um, begrudgingly. Um, you know, and like, yes, at some point, I do think they will continue to look to explore trading Randall. So, 
You know, it's just, it's day by day, one day at a time. Sean Hardy. Uh, thank you for the contribution. Number one, do I still have to pay for these? <laughs> Two, to the cam hive, come outside. We just want to talk. Um, uh, Sean, uh, friend of uh, Nick's Film School Town Hall. Um, do you still have to pay for these? I don't know. Ask ask uh, GMAC. It's a question for him. And yeah, we just want to talk to the cam hive. That's it. You, you did pay for this. So, yes, I guess you apparently still do have to pay for these. You're really not going to give that up, are you? What? The the minutes that you have sprinkled in for OB at other positions. I enjoyed the newsletter this morning. I'm not going to give it up because they played 100 minutes together last year. And Tibbs pointed out that most of them are in garbage time. No, he pointed out that the ones... The, the minutes that were good were in garbage time and the rest of the minutes were... And the rest of the minutes were 12. Yeah. Some of which came on opening night when the Knicks had no Taj and no Carolyn's Noel. Yeah, but we've also seen him go to it in specific instances where the matchups seem to be favorable towards such a thing. When? I just... Uh, 12. He, I'm well, with you. I'd like to see it. I just don't... No, I'm saying he has... It, the fact that he went to it 100 minutes last year... Doesn't mean nothing. And I, the fact that when the season was, I still go back to when the season was on the line and the, like literally the season was on the line in game five against the Hawks, or it was game, maybe it was game, it was game five against the Hawks. It was, it was game, game four because they were getting blown out. Game and he four was like, let me Hawks. see what this is, which yeah. is why I think he sees what it looks like in garbage time. And But there is a part of him that clearly is continues to be intrigued by it. Mm. I don't think there is. Now, I could be wrong. Oh, I, I hope I is. am. I don't think there is. I think he likes the three other centers that are on the roster, which is, you know, we'll see. At the end As of the he year. should, because they're really freaking good. And and Mitch has been great. And Hardenstein's been really, really good. And look, I, I hear you, which is why I think he's not going to go to this break glass in case of emergency to, that everybody else actually thinks should be something be, as part of the plan. To be clear, I don't think he needs to play them any minutes together to get Obi above 20 minutes a game for the year, which is that is the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. I said I would sign for 22 and a half. I, it, 20 is the minimum. He has to average 20 minutes a game this year by hook or by crook. And I think we're getting that just by virtue of how many minutes he plays in an average game where Julius is healthy and the games that Julius will probably miss. I think mm-hmm. he's getting that. How many games do you have Julius missing, by the way? Same as every every other NBA player seems to miss. I don't know, about 10? Okay. I, I'm going back to two years ago when he missed one. You know? I, I think that was a... If that's the anomaly, a, then yeah, there's your way OB gets to minutes because he'll play 36 when Julius doesn't play. You know, and there will yeah. be, you know, there will be blowouts and where will be time. Like there's all kinds of ways to get averages up above what the player actually plays on an average game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but just, he needs to just keep playing well. That's all. He needs to keep playing well. Where'd you go? You went away. Oh, we got another one. Uh, Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? I encourage folks to become KFS patrons uh, on Patreon and then come join the KFS Discord. Really happy with what Obi has shown thus far, as are we all, Jessica. Um, and shout out to Jessica. She has been the moderator for our brand new KFS um, Discord, which again is available to 
all of our patrons, I believe, in the mellow mellow tier or higher. Um, that is an app that I do have on my phone and I do know how to use. And I will um, be checking in with a little bit more as we move along the season uh, once we actually get some good basketball conversations going. So, Can I show you TikTok before we get out of here? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, sure. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen. No, it's, oh, you're this, putting it on your screen? This is the desktop version. So I'm not 100% sure that this is like the best way to show you. But so you see this? Yeah. Okay. So that's your interview with Jeff Van Gundy, if you remember. Hold yes. on. I don't know if I have the sound on. Can you hear it? No, but I see no, it. See. It looks like a YouTube screen. In this case, there are two first. Oh, you hear that? So yes, I'm gonna say it has to be RJ. I agree. This is right. this is actually an incredible display of how far he's come. When you oh, think back, John, geez. to the the question you had during the mailbag earlier in the year, where you ranked the Knicks' five best assets, and he was fourth or fifth and you had to think about whether the Dallas no pick- he wasn't fourth or fifth I don't think I put him that low you Did had I? all right so here's the final answer 2021 <laughs> first rounder this is the thing you chose to put I just went to our TikTok John love to go back in time you know but yeah and then I believe- through, would it shock you like if someone ended up six- being better than RJ Barrett hold on um, let me mute Zach Lowe um, friend of the did, you put up like 60 to 90 second clips. Some could be three minutes long. Um, I got my own TikTok yesterday for the first time. So I've been looking at trailer reactions for movies. Oh. Um, so yeah, this is this is our life now, John. I can't wait to uh, to dive into that. Yeah. I'll, uh, download, I'll download that app. Just to get hit it. TikTok is basically just Vine. But I don't... Well, I remember Vine. Vine. Oh, you do remember Vine. TikTok is Vine, except Vine started as six seconds. And then it got to like a minute and now TikTok is like and then short, it's really short films is what it and is. then Snapchat was the thing that like disappeared after a bit Snapchat is like can you can send something to somebody for 15 from like anywhere from 5 to 15 seconds whether it be a picture or a video and then it disappears after you send it to them they look at it and then it's gone unless you take a picture with your phone right which is frowned upon oh I, I Okay, I guess I'll have to learn all of this etiquette now that I'm entering this world. Yeah, listen, this is where where Ram will come in handy, and this is where Chris will come in handy. My little brother will come in handy. Thank you, Gen Z. All right, I'm gonna go behind the scenes until we get. All right, uh, I think this might be our last one, but maybe we have some more. Forgotten NYC with one more. Thank you, my friend. It's been great tonight. If Taj and D Rose were both hanging off a cliff and Tibbs could only save one, who would it be? Hashtag proud patron. Um. Man, it's like the it reminds me of the end of the what was the movie? The Good Son, I think, with Macaulay Culkin and who was the other kid? It's a, was it, it wasn't Elijah Wood? I forget. Maybe it was no. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, and that's literally what happens. Um, I don't know who'd be Macaulay Culkin there because he was a little son of a bitch in that film. Uh, I think he would save. I think he would save Rose. I think he would save Rose. Be a close call, though. It's a good question. What do you? What is this now? Oh, now Andrew's showing me some other TikTok thing. Oh, it's the Good Son. Or no? Are you? Sh- Who is it? Is it Elijah? Yes. Still got it, baby. <laughs> Happy about that. 
I saw that movie in the movie theater. Um, thanks to everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, we got a mailbag episode that I am recording tomorrow with Chris. So again, uh, be on the lookout for a solicitation of questions. And then we got a uh, Friday post game, hopefully a uh, better result than tonight. Uh, and that is it. We'll catch you guys soon. Thanks everybody for watching. Peace out.